Welcome to episode 81 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, along with just my blood brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cut uh, Oh, we got somebody entering as we speak right now. We got, we got, drum roll, please. Mr. Jace Easterwell, how you doing today, Jace? What's up, T.T.? What's up, what's up? Gentlemen, how you guys doing, man? Good. Right. I'm good as well. I'm good as well. We're gonna start it two ways. We're gonna start it two ways. Let's talk about this PlayStation Five, man. I look. I'm not. I can tell by y'all face. Y'all, y'all mad as hell. <laughs> I got some things to say to Sony, man. This so, one trash. I feel like they could have a whole lot of different ways about. Everybody email and then waited to send out emails saying like, "Oh, it's, it's now available for you." I'd rather that than me having to keep trying every three hours at Walmart. <laughs> I'd rather them just put me in the list. You're number 10,508 in line. Okay. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, at least I know I got a number. And you know, like they could do this on the side as well. Like they could still do releases like this, but they doing something on shop dot PlayStation, something like that. So it's like a queue. Or when you supposed to get in line or something like that. Some folks waiting in line for like three days and stuff like that. Like they get in line right now, you wait for like three days. Online or person? Boys waiting a couple hours, got to it, and then they told them it was sold out. <laughs> yeah, that uh, I seen a PlayStation 5 on resale on StockX for like a thousand dollars, a thousand hundred dollars, eleven hundred dollars. I mean, by the end of this week, it's probably gonna go down. But Nobody gonna pay that much for me. I mean, I'm not. Somebody will. I'm not gonna say nobody, but definitely somebody will. I'm not. Jace, do you tell me how? Cause you was up at midnight last night trying to get that PS5. Yeah. You, you was you was active early. Man, this is what happened, man. <laughs> my girl said she's gonna buy it for me, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying my hardest to get. So I ain't gotta pay for it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we at her house, and. Got an argument. I got, nah, I got my phone, my computer, her phone, her computer, right? Right. We get on um Walmart. Walmart said they ain't gonna um release them till like 12 p.m. She's like, all right, Walmart, it's whatever. Then Target, my partner worked at Target. And he told me that it was gonna be, this is what pissed me off. They said Target was gonna be from 12 to 2 a.m. <laughs> So in between that time, they can drop it whenever. In between that two-hour two time, they can drop it whenever. So it sounded like you stayed up. And then Best Buy never – I mean, Best Buy dropped the um the bundle or something like that. He dropped at 3 a.m. Yeah, they dropped at 3 a.m. He's like, I'm already asleep. I'm not going to I mean, I was texting him all about it. He was like, yeah, they said they're going to do that. Two my time, three your time. I said, okay, I'm going to sit alone. Slept through it. Slept through it. They should, like <laughs> – I, I feel like PlayStation should have – Told the people like the the um companies that are selling their product that you need to sell it at this time. Like there's no if ands or buts. But like sell it at this time. Like or I, like there there's so many other ways I could have went about it. Like it just ah it's horrible. It's still going on right now. And it's horrible. Yeah, it's just approaching at nine o'clock. I think uh there needs to be a a new innovation where because like with, with for example with the uh, sneakers app. 
you did my brother get up every Saturday night or Saturday morning and just try to get in, get in line, don't get to shoot. And it's like, do it every week, every week, the week, the back, the back, the back, the back. I think it needs to be something, somebody needs to come up with a process where to make all these things accessible. But I know that what makes them great is their like, their scarcity. So that's why people love them so much. I mean, the scarcity for PS5 is between the video game is, yeah, not necessarily, they might do a restock every now and then, but we know they're gonna make more video games. Yeah, exactly. So I ain't tripping. Like I just wait. Like they go. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be selling them all week. So I mean, I'll catch one eventually. I know it's just yeah. I'm, yeah I'm gonna catch I'm one now. Yeah. It was hard. It's crazy. Did you guys see what, what the uh, was going on with the Xbox Series X? They was like people's. People trying to make it seem like it was uh, heating up and having smoke come out of it, but they said people was blowing vape smoke into it. It looked like vape smoke. I don't know why people thought it was like. I thought it was real, but what about that clicking sound? That was fake too. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was fake. I didn't see that. What's the clicking sound? It's like when you put a disc in it, sound like. But my Instagram just like updated. This looks horrible. Oh, oh yeah, they changed it uh, the way your, your profile page look on IG. Oh my god. You get the uh, you get the notification at the top now. It's whack. Yeah, it changed it up for sure. But let's get into some of these sports. We're gonna start with the we're gonna start with basketball today. Uh, the NBA draft is fastly approaching. Um, what's the date for the NBA draft? I think December, no, November eighteenth. Yeah. Yeah, it is November eighteenth. There's a lot of discussions, of trade rumors going on. Who will go number one overall? So let's just start. We're gonna go uh, team by team. Really, the first of our pick, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Cut Carter, you're on the clock for the uh, Timberwolves organization. Who would you pick if you were the GM for the Minnesota Timberwolves? With the first overall pick in the 2020 NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select Anthony Edwards from Georgia. And tell me why that pick fits. Because I could see LaMelo, but at the same time, I feel like I want D'Angelo Russell to have the ball in his hand as much as possible. And that gives him the chance to spread the ball to Ant-Man who can spot up and shoot. And Cat, who can spot up and shoot or post up or, you know, it really don't have no limit on his game. So, uh, it just I feel like it gives him a better chance. And they got a lot of other players there that, that are fitting the groove, like Josh Kogi and um, um, Malik. They got Culliver still too, right? Jared Culliver? Yeah. So, I just feel like he fit in more. Whereas we bring in LaMelo, he can play point guard and he can move D'Lo to shooting guard. But I don't know. I just don't – I don't really see it. So, if I'm them, I'm taking – Ant-Man or I'm trading that pick to get established star. Oh yeah, that was done. That was about to be my next question. Do you do you think they should flip the pick? Uh we hear the rumors of Chris Paul on the block, Drew Holiday on the block, Russell Westbrook on the block. None of them. Oh, talk to me then. Who would who, you flip the pick for? It had to be somebody like a team that's desperate to move up like the Bulls. I try to get Zach Levine back to Minnesota or something like that. You know. They have to be a young because they're young. You don't want to send, you don't wanna and it's cats team. So you don't want to bring in somebody that's, you know, an alpha male and to take over. That didn't work well with Jimmy Butler. All right. So Wiggins going though. Uh Jays, do you agree? Take Anthony Edwards with the first overall pick? Um, I say Anthony Edwards is the best pick, but I I, I won't be surprised they take LaMelo. I won't be surprised. Why you think why you think they would take LaMelo though? Um, they had that one two punch in the um what's called in the uh They backcourt? Back yeah, backcourt. Oh, with Russell and LaMelo. Yeah, yeah, that. But I mean, they both ball dominant, so I don't know how that would work. But I'm just saying, I still see him taking some rotteries. Got you. Moving on, the second overall pick, Jace. You are Steve Kerr. You are talking to your general manager for the Golden State Warriors. 
fresh off a bad year, injuries with Klay Thompson, Stephen Curry, trades with DeAndre Russell. So you eventually tank the season and you have the second overall pick. Do you A, draft the player, or B, do you flip that player, that pick, and a player that's already on your roster to get a big a big time superstar or a big time name? What would you do if you're in that situation? Um, what I would do is get James Wiseman. That's the only pick that they would get. Um, but what they're probably gonna do is flip it because they're the Warriors. So I see them flipping it for probably like a, a big man. I don't know what big man, but maybe like is Aldridge on? Um, Aldridge is on the block. I don't think I don't think he's worth that second overall. Pick. I don't think it, he is either. But it's the NBA. Um, <laughs> I really don't think any big man that's on the block is worth this second round pick because I feel like James Wiseman was a pretty good uh, candidate. So um, I say candidate prospect. Who might, might trade that pick and move back in the draft and then move back and use that pick to get Aldridge? I wouldn't give up that pick to get Aldridge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, what's the point of moving? I mean, you can get James Wiseman. I mean, James Wiseman, seven one. She likes two, two thirty, two forty. System develop. <clears throat> That's true, but. I don't know. You don't. I mean, I just don't feel like doing all that movement is worth it when you got a young talent right here that's I feel is a good prospect. So but you know, right now, they don't care about developing right now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that is very true. They are trying to win. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do think they'll flip that pick for sure. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. They could also take Ant Man, whoever yeah. don't pick Ant Man Lamelo, and then they could flip Wiggins. Yep. So, so, yeah, you can play Wiggins for some little, uh, um, little role player on um, Big Man. I don't know. The possibilities are really endless for Golden State. They got, and they definitely, the media's hyping enough to have high expectations. So, what they do will be interesting to see. For they sure. You said what? They definitely got lucky with that pick. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, NBA draft lottery, you got to give Golden State that high pick. Moving on to the third pick of the draft, the Charlotte Hornets. Michael Jordan owns his team, Cut Carter. How would you handle this pick? There's rumors that um, Michael Jordan wants to go get Russell Westbrook to join the Charlotte Hornets. Do you flip that third round pick of that third overall pick for Russell Westbrook? I wouldn't flip the third pick for Russell Westbrook, but I would try to move back again. You move back, get a worse pick and a player, take the worst pick, and then try to get that for Russell Westbrook. But I wouldn't. I mean. I don't just – it's not like Russell Westbrook not worth it. I'm not going to say that. It's just I don't see what he's building. And when he got Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier yeah, and a bunch of young guys, it's just like it's going to be super heavy at point guard. I don't I don't know. Wouldn't, wouldn't Wiseman fit the Charlotte Hornets? Don't they? Biggest need is a big. I know Zeller's out. Batum contract is nearly done. Wouldn't Wiseman fit what Jordan wants to do? Yeah. Uh, Wiseman just makes sense to go to Charlotte, but – Cause you literally have every other position that's kind of filled, and they're all young. You got Rozier. Well, he's not that young. He's probably the oldest, but you got Rozier. You got Malik Monk. You got um, Devontae Graham. You got Miles Bridges. You got PJ Washington. Mm-hmm. So the final piece of that would be a center to build that. And the head coaches, I think, Steve Clifford, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it is James Borrego. <laughs> Oh yeah, you did hire him last year, I think. If they oh, want yeah. to, if they want to follow the um trend, 
I'm going Obi. Mm, tell me why. What's the trend? Hey, what's the trend you talking about? Huh? I said, what's the trend you talking about? The uh, small ball trend. Why would Obi fit with the Hornets? Tell me why. Give me some energy. Give me some energy. Um, he's athletic as any uh prospect in the uh draft, and he's a big. He's six nine. Uh, he can play off the ball. He can do, he can do a lot of things. So I feel like that would probably be the best fit. Or James Wise. They need a big man. Right? I don't see him taking Anthony or um Lamelo if they're still available. But mm-hmm. I definitely see Obi like in that system if they go small ball. Cause like you got like like Cut said, you got uh Devontae. Cause they go they heavy at guard already. Malik Monk, Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. Then you got Miles Bridges. And then you got Obi. I mean, it's a nice little small ball um, rotation. So I could see that. I could see them taking Obi or, or James Wiseman. But I'd take Obi if I was them. Gotcha. Do you think they need these teams step for Golden State? So the Timberwolves or the Hornets got a chance to make it to the NBA playoffs with the addition of their, their, their uh, draft with this draft? Yes, to the Timberwolves, no to the um, Hornets. Tell me why. Um, The West is just. I mean, it's, they're probably not going to make it either, but they got a better chance than the Hornets. I think the East has gotten better, and the Hornets is kind of the, that bottom team towards the bottom. Well, they see the Wolves have uh, All-Star and Cat, D'Angelo Russell. I think he might have made an All-Star game before too, right, with the Nets? Who, D'Angelo? Yeah. yeah, he made it with the Nets 2018. Yeah, so you got him, and then you got a, you know, a good prospect coming in, first overall pick, so – Last year, the Timberwolves finished 14th in the uh, West, and the Hornets finished the ninth seed in the East. Yeah. But I think the East is going to be hard. I think the Hawks are coming. I think the, the Wizards are coming. I think the Bulls are coming. I think it's just like – but, it, yeah, so in that case, Charlotte has the easier chance. Mm-hmm. I think the Wolves might have the better chance because their team is better, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel you, but they're just in a harder conference because the West is loaded still, right? Speaking of the Chicago Bulls, they recently acquired Billy Donovan Mo, as their head coach. Mo Cheeks is their uh, assistant head coach as well. Billy Donovan, you know, wherever he goes, winning or making a playoff appearance as follows. So what do you guys think the the, the Chicago Bears would do with this fourth overall pick of the NBA draft? Jason, I'll start with you. You mean Bulls? Yeah, the Bulls, my bad. Um, I've been hearing Obi topping lot name a lot lately. What do you think they do? If Obi's still there, I see them taking Obi. Um, or if a guard, like, if, wait, one, two, um, I don't see LaMelo or Anthony still being there, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I see them taking Obi if Obi still there, um, it, right, it, this draft is just so weird, it can go any way, like, how is it weird, because due to uh, COVID, nobody playing? I don't really see enough people. Say what? You didn't get to see him play, like, the full right. tournament and stuff. Exactly. So, like, COVID is a factor, and but with, because, like, with LaMelo, James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, they're all number one pick talents, but we don't know who's going to fall, like, where, where they're going to fall. So, OB is like that, that last man, like, okay, maybe he'll go to Bulls. Maybe he might not. He might go to the Hornets. You never know. So, but I can see them taking OB, yeah, if he's still there. As you welcome, man, Mr. Demond. Demond, how are you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Sorry for the late <laughs> You funny. 
uh, move on to the fifth overall pick of the NBA draft. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they recently drafted Garland last year. They had a, some songs say that the best NBA draft last season. They acquired Garland. Uh, what's brother's name? Uh, who? What? Who the Cleveland Cavaliers acquired last year in the draft? What a junior. Yeah, man. Got you. So, what do you think they do with this fifth overall pick? Do you think they get uh, Denny Avidija from Israel? Do you, they get the boy from UN, USC? Do they get Isaiah Okora from Auburn? I think they just they're gonna go. They're keeping their pick because they gotta keep building. Um, they might go for the uh Adija, whatever it is. Um, Avija. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I need. Didn't he have Vidija from Israel? Yeah, yep. I think it might go for him because, you know, now everybody's on that Luka train, so everybody's thinking, well, what if he's the next Luka? So, they always got to add a, th- a foreigner somewhere in the top team. They always have to, bro. And they do be good, but I I, don't, I haven't seen much on them, bro, so. What is my ear pods doing? Y'all can hear me? Yeah. Okay, bet. We shift gears. The the model, you do you think the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers do with that uh, fifth overall pick? We so far we got Anthony Edwards off the board, Wiseman off the board, Lamelo off the board, Obi Toppin off the board. What do you think they should do? I can't lie, I'm not really that updated on this year's draft class. <laughs> got you. But I think Cleveland should go uh, big. I think they have to go big with Drummond out of there. Of course, I want to keep signing back. Um, I just think they need to go big, so probably best big available. I got you. And we move on to the sixth of our pick. We got the Atlanta Hawks recently in the news uh, lately trying to go acquire Drew Holiday. Cut Carter walked away. So, Jace, what do you think the Hawks should do with this sixth overall pick? They want Trey Young wants to win. That's clear as day, Trey Young. I deserve, I deserve the pick instead of Jace because Jace not no Hawks fan. You a Hawks fan? I, I like my Hawks fan. I'm back. I heard the question. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Treyon wants to win. Lloyd Pierce is potentially on the hot seat if they don't turn this thing around. What do they do with this pick? Make them a winner, a playoff contender. I don't know. So, I, but I don't think nobody in that draft at that spot is going to be that much of a, a help either. Except a big. Yes, trade. I mean, they got Clint Capella. They pay. They got to pay him now. So yeah, get rid of him. I don't like him. <laughs> John Collins, Clint Capella, Cam Reddish, Andre Hunter, Cam Reddish. And that pick, you flip the pick for somebody else. Or Drew. I, I mean, that's the only option, I guess. But Drew makes them a playoff team, I believe. I think they have enough talent. I think he can mature that talent even better. Drew playing too? Cam Reddish and RJ Hunter. I think he helps them the most. But I think Drew definitely makes them a better team. What he brings it as a defender. A playmaker. I haven't. I can't tell you the last time I saw the Hawks and Trey Young was off the floor and they looked good. I mean, I know they would look good with Drew. You can keep him on the floor with Capella, or you can keep him on with the young guys, whatever route you want to go. But who else are they gonna get? Well, I heard Boston's calling about Drew. So are we get into that now. Hmm. We get into that now. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Juale, as we said last week, Juale is on a block. New Orleans Pelicans are shopping. Drew Holiday, a name, the team that came up were the Atlanta Hawks, as we just said, and also the Boston Celtics. And the we talked about what's next for the Boston Celtics. How can they get over the Eastern Conference hump, make it to the NBA Finals? Maybe this is their chance. Acquire Drew Holiday, but what player do you see them moving? Cut Carter, Cut Carter, I hand it to you. 
they got three uh first round picks. They said they might use all three to trade up for a better pick and just give up the pick for Drew straight up. So they're not really trying to give up anybody. However, I don't know if the contracts will work because Drew makes 20-something million a year. So in that case, that could lead to a three-way trade probably because I don't think they're going to say – New Orleans don't need any veterans from that team that make a lot of money. Like, getting rid of Drew would be kind of stupid to to pick up Gordon Hayward or, you know, whatever. It doesn't make sense. So it'll probably end up being a three-team trade if it comes to moving a player. However, they three they got three first-round picks that they can that they can flip for um a better pick, and that could just ultimately be all the Pelicans want. Well, I think y'all funny how Boston needs another piece because I think you know Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown are you know very good players. Trending superstars. Marcus Smart, good player. So, Kimba's going to be the fifth best player on this team? Mm, that's disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. You went there. Yeah, fifth. I'm trying to see who above him, other than Tatum and Brown. He said Drew and Marcus Smart is better than Kimba. That's what he said. Wow. Marcus Smart's not. Marcus Smart does more for them than Kimba. Yes, yeah, defensively. Kimba's the worst defender, but at scoring, he's better than Marcus Smart was hitting big shots. Right, we're not gonna bet on a Marcus Smart big shot. You gonna bet on Kimba? Because you saw what he did game seven. I would bet on Kimba before I bet on Marcus Smart. Yes. Money, my man. You would lose your money. (laughs) (laughs) So, where would you guys like to see Drive Day land uh, as Drive Day approaches? I like to see him go to the Celtics. I mean, him coming to Atlanta would be cool. I get to watch him play more, but I just. For the best of his career, he needs to go to a contender, so Boston me. Jace. Um, I'd rather see him come to Atlanta. I don't know. I don't really like the Boston fit because, like, they're already good. So, what's the point of adding some more? And it's pointless. Got a talent, bro. You need more. Demond, where do you like to see Drew Holiday land? I would like to see Drew Holiday in Atlanta. Yeah. I think he can bring a lot to this team. Make him a playoff team. I do. He finally get his own. Well, he already been had his own team, but like, has Joel ever had his own team? Was uh, that Sixers like, team his? Pretty much. You said the what team? That Sixers team when he came into the league. Yeah, it was like, him. When in like one year, like he left him, I think. So when I mean, when did AD leave? Two thousand last year. Bro. Yeah, last year. <laughs> oh. Um, I mean that kind of was his team, honestly, but. It won his team, but I mean, it was his team. It was. I mean, oh, you talking about the Pelicans? Yeah, the Pelicans was his team when AD left. We had to be right. It's more like, I mean, when Zion B-I stepped B-I on the court, low key. I team. Bi's team till Zion come on the court, then it's Zion's team. But it was Bi's team. They should run the offense through Bi, but that's a whole. They definitely should. They definitely should. <laughs> Hope my boy leave when he gets the chance. Relax. The boy the cut said, "You're crazy." <clears throat> Another star in, uh, in the NBA who's on the block from my former team, Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, Chris Paul. There was a discussion where whether he should go to Milwaukee or go to L.A. Where would you guys like to see? Or even Phoenix. The Suns came up in discussion. There rumors as well. I'm going to start with you, Demar. Where would you like to see the point God, Chris Paul, next season? I want to see him in Phoenix. I feel like Chris Paul 
it's past the point of winning the championship unless he goes to the Lakers. Because I feel like the Lakers are winning it regardless next year. But I will say, for him, if he goes to Phoenix, I think it's the most interesting and best situation considering how he could elevate Devin Booker's game, turn him into a superstar, because I believe he's right under there. All he needs to do is start winning. You insert Chris Paul into that, you become a winner. You also have DeAndre Ayton, who will be there. He's very solid. You get him and Chris Paul going. I can see that being a nasty pick and roll. They have Cam Johnson, stuff like that. They have to probably give him up. Uh, Kelly Oubre, the number 10 pick, I believe. So they have the pieces. I believe they have the most attractive offer to land either Russell Westbrook or um, Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. But I think Phoenix will have one of those two guys. Uh, who's, who's which one of you guys is calm down enough to answer this question about Chris Paul's trade location? Thank you. Right. Right. Carter's back, baby. I'm back. I, I, I secured the PS5. I was a little. <laughs> All right. More energy. Let's get it. Chris Paul, where would you like to see him? All right. Chris Paul, love him. Don't want to see him with Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix would be fun. They're not going to make the odds, probably. Um, Devon, say you crazy. Bro, it's bro. The West, bro, the West, the Thunder gonna fall out. Cool. It would be better than the Pelicans. Don't. The Thunder gonna fall out. The Warriors are gonna hop in. So what does that leave? What spot does that leave? Who gonna they fall out? Be, they would be better than the Blazers. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think. But I think the Blazers take a step up. I think the Blazers about to make a move. I don't think they are gonna take a step back. Oh, who you thinking? They was good before Rodney Hood got hurt. They was looking great. True. So. You got Grady Hood coming back if he could hit his potential. Gary Trent stepped up. Well, he, potentially the Rockets might fall out too. Potential. Potential, but if even if it's just Harden there, I feel like they can still make it. But um, because Harden pretty much be like when he was by himself, that's what he was doing. He was killing by himself. Um. All right, so let's get back to it. I'm gonna get back to it. Yeah, Chris Paul deserves to go to a contender. I want to yeah. see Chris Paul with the Lakers. Mm. I don't even like the Clippers, but I'd rather see that than what they're talking about with Russ. Russ don't fit with the Clippers. So, um, Chris Paul, Lakers. I, honestly, I don't think he want to go back to the Clippers either. But they, I heard a rumor. It was like he don't want to play with LeBron either. So, I guess it's best if he goes to the uh, – I really would rather see him in the East. Mm. Wait, like the Heat. The Heat will be good. Or the, the Bucks, because they need a point guard. But <laughs> the, as far as the West go, I think the Suns are the best team for him to go to in the West outside of the Lakers. James, do you agree? Do you think Chris Paul should tr uh, be traded to the Eastern Conference uh, instead of staying in the West? Um, uh, as a uh -oh. LeBron stand, I want him to be in the Lakers. So I don't know. I want him to be uh, in the West with uh, if if they I don't think they are be able to get him though I don't think his, his contract is pretty I'm pretty sure his contract is out of their price range or whatever but um might possibly a three team trade or however yeah, make exactly. the money work um but uh would I like to see him in the East I mean it'd be it'd probably be easy if he's on a contender it'd probably be easy for him to get to the uh, playoffs but I mean he, like the Milwaukee Bucks for for example you know yeah I don't care about them though I, I don't think they I don't, don't they what 
I don't think they're a championship winning team, bro. If they get Chris Paul, you don't think they're a championship winning team? I don't think so, bro. Chris Paul, Chris okay. Middleton, Giannis onto the Kupu. They're not in the Nets. They're not in the Nets, regardless. That's, I don't believe that. I think if they get a, a solid guard who could stay healthy, I think that's trouble for me. That's all Giannis needed is a, a point guard to take away the attention from him. Chris Middleton is the shooter. Giannis is the dominating force. They need someone. They'll go to the playoffs. If he goes to the contender, they'll definitely go to the playoffs. But in the East, like we're saying, in the East, like there's that big team, the Nets. Big the, team. The Nets. Oh, my God. He could come to the Nets and Kyrie could play the two. The Nets. Yeah. Can we see the Nets first where we say they're the big team who's going to run the East? They and Kyrie, bro. What that mean? Respectful. Oh. What, what that mean? What that mean? I don't know. They're in the East. Kyrie's coming off an Achilles injury. Kyrie gets in front of a mic. He says the wrong things. This, what does that mean by his play? Kyrie doesn't want to. Kyrie wants doesn't even want Steve Nash to be the head coach. He said the happiest Kyrie coach. has been since LeBron came to the Cleveland the first time. Say it again. This is the happiest. This is the happiest Kyrie has been since LeBron came to uh, Cleveland the first time. How you know they spoke to Kyrie? Bro, you can see it in his face. He like, yes, I got somebody to shoot the ball. That I was like, bro, come on. <laughs> I don't. I, I just need this net type to die down. We can we see them on the court? And they first? have Karis Levert, bro. And, and they, Cause um, he, oh, because Karis Levert is good because he'll score the ball. Like what? Ain't that what you're supposed to do in basketball? Put the ball in the put the ball in the bucket. I I vividly remember him missing the game winning shot in that uh that series against. How many Raptors. points yet? I don't when care. Nobody, you, no supporting cast. No clutch? supporting cast. No supporting cast. No supporting cast. No Kyrie. No KD. How many points that? Winning like thirty or forty. Uh, okay. I'm not arguing with you. He's not clutch. That's that's why he's in trade discussion. That's why they have Kyrie and KD. We don't need you to be clutch. What? Kyrie Levert. Oh, I'm. Remember, remember in the bubble, we set up for that dumb shot against the Portland Trailblazers. Hello. It wasn't a dumb shot. Yeah, I mean, he did. He yes. could have took McCollum. What are you talking yeah, about? He, he was tired, though. You could tell when when people start just jacking when they had to lay him to drive. That I mean, he tired. He made the shot before that too. So. But he was tired though, and then he missed the oh. next shot. Okay, but we're not we're not wanting Karis Levert to hit a game. We're not expecting that. We're not. But we're not, and we're definitely not expecting him going with third or forty. And he did. We'll see. Did We'll see what the Nets do with Spencer Dinwiddie if he'll be there. Why are you sipping the cup like that? Because we know them boys. We know them boys coming out the East. Uh, I don't know that. We know that. But I do know one player. Who's that? Who's going to stop him? Who's beating them four times in the East? I'll take Milwaukee if they acquire a a good distributor to beat them. You got it. You I would take the Celtics over the Nets as well. I mean, over the Brooklyn. Yeah, over the Nets as well. Kevin go get his ass. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. But like you said, they might not, they're not going to put Kim on or put Marcus Smart on. What are you saying? It don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. What, I, what, what what Kyrie do to Marcus Smart in Boston before? You don't, don't act like you don't remember. You forgot. Who's stopping Tatum? Who's stopping Brown? I'm sorry. We saw him just go crazy in the bubble. What are you talking about? Nets getting started at Barker. <laughs> uh, one player who's in his free agency who wants the bag is Fred Van Fleet from my beloved Toronto Raptors. He said, look at his resume, man. I already got a championship. Now it's time to run it up. Run it up. And this is my picture of Fred Van Fleet. The Raptors can offer you the most money for it. You should, you should come back with Lowry, with the North, with the whole country behind you in Canada, with Siakam, with Nick Nurse, arguably the best coach in the 
Eastern Conference. You should run it back with your squad, acquire more talent. Wait till next summer, because next summer it gets real interesting. You could potentially add Giannis after the cuckoo. So Fred Van Fleet, you should stay and watch another ring come your way. And you get your bag too, because the Raps cost you the most money. Bird rights. Ring. Where we trying to, huh? Ring. In two years. I said nine say next year. I said that in two years. I'm I'm sorry, bro. Giannis is not winning the championship. <laughs> I'm wait, sorry. wait. Wait, 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 y'all, did y'all say, you say y'all not win a championship, like, in his career? Ever, no. I don't see that's it. A, that's, a very, that's a very odd take. I don't see it. He don't have it, what it takes. They he might did. play, they might play this clip, they might play this clip in his, uh, his championship commercial, so either way, <laughs> it's a win-win, but he does not have what it takes to win the championship. He don't have the talent that it takes to, I, make, to hit the tough shots, to be that guy in those tough moments, I haven't seen it, so I don't. I think said, I'm, I say um, he can, he will leave uh, Milwaukee, but you say like period, like wherever he goes, he won't win. That's a bold take. I'm gonna use that clip too because you hate him. Appreciate that, my boy. Jay's, do you agree? Because he was like, yeah. What is that? Yes, five boys. Yes, five boys. <laughs> Yes, Bob. Cut. Where would you like to see Fred, Fred Van Fleet go? Where would I like to see him go? No, I said cut. Not you, oh, boy. L.A. Leakers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Working, Jace. You're biased. You, tell me why, though. not biased, but, I mean, that is just heat, bro. You, you put a, a person like that around LeBron, like, shoot. <laughs> you know he's you know he not scared to take them shots. But, nah, honestly, I know he want a big bag. Um, Being... So why not stay in Toronto where they could offer him the most money? I don't think they're going to. They also got to play. I mean, with Marcus Hall leaving the back of being a free agent, that opens up money for him to get paid. However, um, um I love to see um like I'm not love to see, but I think I'm trying to just think of teams that need a point guard like that, like really, really need one. Um the Raptors. Come on, Derek. We're wasting people's time. Kyle Lowry already there. Right. He's there too. But I, I just, yeah, if the rapper's going to cash him out like you want to get cashed out, yes. They don't have to do that, though. That's true. Um, They got some young guards. They got, they like Terrence Davis. And, what about somebody like him going to the Suns with Devin Booker? He could come, he could go to the Warriors. Shut up. Back to the Suns. <laughs> I can't go to the Warriors. You mentioned the Lakers and everything. You go to the Warriors. They can't, Warriors can't sign nobody. You don't know that. You know they cap? They got three max players, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they should be talking about it. Case he, that he wants to get paid. Tell him again, Jason. Hear you? Oh, he said he wants to get paid. The Spurs would be cool to see. That'll be fun. I, I don't. The Spurs. I, I mean, the Spurs would be cool to see, but I know they got a lot of guards over there, Forbes and Derek White and Dejounte Murray. But I, I think talking about the Suns, though, yeah. The Suns make sense because they're looking for a point guard. Why not just sign one when you don't have to trade for one? Yeah. They don't have nobody on a max deal for real except Devin Booker, so. Yeah. Give them somebody to play with. Clearly, they don't like Ricky Rubio, and they don't like Javon Carter then either, I guess. Well, they... Ricky Rubio was, was solid for them last season. I know, but I don't know if Ricky Rubio is a free agent either, so. Depending on what happened with Westbrook, he go play with Harden in Houston. Yes. <laughs> but that just – that would be – boy, boy. Can we talk about that real quick? 
Oh my god. Yeah, make another excuse for your Westbrook. Go ahead. Can talk about this real quick? Go ahead. Yeah, make another excuse. What are we doing? The Brody. Make another excuse. No, I was talking about Harden. What are you talking about? Demona. I refuse to discuss Westbrook going back and forth on that. I'm a change man now. That's so 2016, 17. However, there is a narrative that James Harden is a terrible teammate. Uh, Dwight Howard left. Chris Paul traded away. Now, Russell Westbrook recently demanded a, uh, requested a trade. When can we talk about James Harden as a teammate and him not being what others think he is? I know he's a prolific scorer, but when it comes to winning, the way he plays and the way he's, he doesn't want to change, can we talk about that real quick about James Harden? I'll start with you, Jay, since you're looking at me. Um, I don't think he's a bad teammate. I just think he wants to win. And I don't, I don't feel like, like Kobe, rest in peace, Kobe. But I don't feel like he was a bad teammate. He just wanted the best out of everybody. He just wanted everybody to be the best that you could be and win. So I don't think he's a bad teammate. No, I just feel like that's he's the best part. They literally make a system around him. So adding those pieces don't add up all the time. Like Russell, that just didn't add up. Chris Paul, I feel like he could stay a little bit longer. But it didn't add up. And on Dwight Howard, that's Dwight Howard. He wasn't the same Dwight Howard as he was in uh, 10, 2010? Mm-hmm. Uh, 2012, around that time, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I don't feel like he's a bad teammate. He just want to win. He, he, I, now, this new system that he's going to be in, I don't – I mean, I don't know how he's going to perform. pretty sure he's going to perform, perform great. But it's just that system that they were in – was just revolved around him, and that's why he's still there, and that's why he still stayed. There was a report that came out that the Rockets had a players-only meeting in January where Russell Westbrook led the meeting, and he was getting on what the other players, including himself, should do better for this team to win. They said – the report said everyone was receptive of it except for James Harden. He, like, brushed it off and said – basically, this he, it was this wasn't uh, the, the story, but he basically said, I don't need to change, basically. I'm not the reason why we're losing. You don't think that's symptoms of a bad teammate? Demond, you ready to speak? Say it. I am. And no, I don't. I mean, <laughs> when are we gonna stop making excuses for all these players that play with Westbrook? I mean, I mean, how are you just gonna flip it to hold, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up? Dwight Howard, before this year, let's not act like there was any reception around the thoughts around Dwight Howard. He played with LeBron in AD and he won a championship. Good for him. But outside of that. The opinion of him has stayed the same. He's been hopping teams over the last few years. Chris Paul, I never thought there was any problem with how Chris Paul and James Harden played. It just didn't – I think the time didn't work. He got who, do think, who do you think shot the, uh, pulled the trigger for that trade to be done? Daryl Moore. Do you, do you think Daryl Moore talked to one of his favorite players all time, James Harden, about that decision? I don't. Whoa. But I do, think, I do think he asked him, what do you think about us getting Westbrook? And then saying, oh, well, we'd have to give up Chris. I don't think he approached him about trading Chris. I think he approached him about getting Westbrook. Now, and, 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 and James Harden, we're not going to act like James Harden is not intelligent. Now, you know what that means when you're going to acquire Russell Westbrook. No, I mean, he, they could have ran it back this year. They could have ran it back this year. And I think if they ran it back this year, Capella would still be in Houston. I think their roster would be in better shape. And I don't think Chris Paul would be moving around. I think they'd actually do something to gain another piece. I think they should have ran it back rather when Golden State blew it all up. But I don't, I don't think – I think they would have been in better contention to 
uh, mess with the Lakers than the Clippers all year. Definitely. Mm. But when well, I look at Capella, no, if they kept Capella and Chris Paul, because oh, yeah. if I felt like if they if they would have kept Chris Paul, they would have kept Capella. Yeah. So, because I mean, I get Westbrook's specialty and rebounding and everything, but Chris Paul isn't that. I'm guessing the reason with Westbrook being the way he is on the boards, they were okay with that decision to move it. And can't forget about Mike D'Antoni's small ball. Yeah, but at the end of the day, bro, okay, so I, I addressed Dwight Howard. And here it comes, Westbrook slander. Austin Rivers. Next. P.J. Tucker, absolutely. He deserves his payday. I hope he gets it with Houston or whoever. But P.J. Tucker, the way he played last year, after we said they couldn't guard nobody and he was the Rockets' improved defense, P.J. Tucker was the road of that. Yes, I think P.J. Tucker should get his back. Daniel House, you got something to say? You mad about something? <laughs> Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon said he was mad by his minutes, too. But you want, to, you want to complain about something, but you can't follow team rules, simple COVID protocols? The day before the big game? Home, bro. That's crazy. Know, these people, like, complaining, no. Because what did Harden do? Go in there, drop buckets, go in there, improve defense. Now, honestly, I think just because of the whole Capella situation, I think that was the root of them falling down because once they did that, no matter what they were going to do, they were going to run into the Lakers and it was going to be a problem. But when I think about Westbrook, I mean, I agree. Go go be somewhere where you can get the most of yourself. Go be that floor general that you want to be because as somebody who I need to look to to score a bucket as Harden and take some of the pressure off me, Westbrook ain't that. I'm sorry, brother. He ain't. So where would you like to see Russell Westbrook go? I think Phoenix is a good option. I think Phoenix should do all they can to get Westbrook or Chris Paul. Regardless, that makes them a playoff team, one of those two moves. Um, But if Westbrook doesn't go there, I'd I'd like to see him on one of these lower-ranked teams because – and when I say that, I mean Houston – the teams who have uh, mentioned him – the Hornets and the Knicks go be there, maybe pursue someone else to come to these teams that haven't been successful in a while, because I don't want to see you fail again with the Clippers. And I definitely don't want to see you because I don't think Westbrook is, what would they do to Westbrook if he played with LeBron? Oh my God. (laughs) My only rebuttal to that is if he goes to a, a team that isn't a championship contender, We'll see him, let's say, he average a triple-double. That, gives, that just gives you, Maceo, Steez, DJ, more ammunition to say, all this mother effer do is just get triple-doubles when it don't matter. That's, that was y'all, that's what y'all would say. No. Y'all be like, he's losing games, but at least he got a triple-double. No. So, it's really a lose-lose, though, whatever you do, because y'all going to hate no, no, no. I say the only reason I hit on the triple doubles and stuff is because when people try to bring him up to boost his legacy or whatever, he's a great player and he has great career averages, has an MVP. The triple double is cool, but the triple double doesn't elevate him to a elite player all time status. Nobody cares. What do you do in the biggest moments? And Westbrook ain't come through yet. That's why I have a problem. Every time we talk about one of the elites of the game, what do they do on the biggest stage? And Westbrook fails. Why is that not, like, at the end of the day, the issue? That's the only issue I have. He come through, he hit a big – he he averaged a triple-double, and they 
go to the second round next year and go seven games with uh, Brooklyn or Miami, he had, hey, you get your flowers. Cool. Then you get somebody to come there with you next year. But as for now, let's not act like we're supposed to crown Wessel Westbrook for these triple doubles and first round exits every year since K- he hasn't been with KD. Jace, where would you like to see Russell Westbrook be traded? Um, you be trading Ronji. Uh, Jace, I, I just literally gave you like five minutes to so <laughs> relax. Um, I don't know, bro. I don't really care where he goes. It doesn't matter. He's not gonna win anything. So, can you project your voice, brother? Oh, my fault. I don't care where he goes. He's not going to win anything, so it doesn't matter. All right, another hateful take. Cut Carter. Are you gonna like, well, I, 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 I like Russell, man. He's cool, he cool, he cool little dude. I mean, but he can't win. I'm, I just don't like the way he can't win. He, like the man said, he can't show up. Got like, you. LeBron said, shoot. Shoot. He <laughs> shot brick every time. That's a problem. Just playing injured though, but I, heard, I, heard. Think, I think all the like next level players have figured Westbrook out. Let's be honest. They definitely have. <laughs> like uh, LeBron, LeBron, KD, Curry, Dame. Kyrie. Yeah, I know you seen that video of Dame when he said just shoot the ball. Just shoot. Just yeah! Nobody fears that. Nobody fears uh, that. Got the board. <laughs> Game, came down. Man, <laughs> you can't do that. That's a problem. Under 30% from three for the past three years, bro. But he ever just triple double off. Like, like, bro, and it's not like he needs to, like, bro, he is a basketball player. And you can't shoot? Oh, my goodness. Cut Carter. He's a glorified Ben Simmons, let's be honest. Cut Carter, are you going to continue this wave of hate that Jason Demond is spewing? And where would you like to see Russell Westbrook go? Or are you going to shit on him like Demond and Jason just did? I like Westbrook. I don't think he ever was meant to go to Houston. It sounded good at first, but it just it wasn't. You should have stayed in OKC, man. Mm, nah, um, because it was just a bad it was a bad blow up, and it's Paul George's fault, but he took the brunt of it. Um, I like to see Russ go to. Honestly, people say people say the Clippers is a, is a bad fit because they need more of a bar, a passer, which is kind of true. At the same time, the Clippers lack that aggressiveness that was needed down the stretch sometimes. Russell has that. Also, Paul George had his best career season <laughs> next to next to Russell Westbrook. That is, that's that's So, stat-wise, like he had his best statistical season with Russell. He was a he was third MVP voter that year. You talking about playoff P? Yep. Way way off P. <laughs> Kawhi, um Kawhi proved that he can't handle some of the stuff that everybody thought he could handle because of who he was playing with. If you look at that Raptors team, the Raptors had Siakam and Lowry and Van Vliet and Kawhi. If you look at the Spurs, they had Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, and um, Danny Green and Yep. So he's never been in a situation where, oh, it's him and Paul George and Lou Williams, who outplayed a lot. I played both of them a lot in Harrell, Montrez. So, um, that might not be a bad fit for them. However, I don't like the Clippers. I think they are the villain of the NBA along with the Nets. So 
to me because you know I'm on I'm not with the Avengers, the Lakers. Um, <laughs> Russ to the Lakers didn't seem like a bad idea to me as at first either. But outside of those two teams in the in the West, it really ain't much I could would want for him. I don't want him to go to Phoenix. I don't think that'll work for him. I mean, him kicking the Devin Booker sometimes would be cool, but again, Phoenix is Phoenix got a long way to go to me as far as the other players outside of Devin Booker. Come on, your face is the Knicks and the Hornets in the East or the Heat. The Heat would be perfect. But if not the Heat, <laughs> the Knicks, if the Knicks can build around him and he can attract people to come there, that's a good market. And then Hornets, I don't really see the fit for the Hornets, like I said about earlier about the whole De- Devontae Graham and Rozier. So it just don't make sense. Uh, before we move on, DeMond, would you like to rebuttal? You was laughing at my brother. I do. Um, if the Clippers get, I think the Clippers are the fourth best team in the West right now. Healthy coming into next year right now as the season like the season were to start today i know it doesn't we still have some moves to be made but um if, they, counted, get, if they get westbrook i don't think they's better than the three teams i put above them who's that the lakers okay the nuggets okay. and the warriors ah right about them <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean bro, I've, I've seen Curry pull Westbrook. At the end of the day, I don't think it's any team that could be built that'll be better than any Wait, of those teams right now. You said Curry folded Westbrook. Shut up. <laughs> oh my God. I know, I know, and I know Paul George ain't stepping to Clay. I know that. We don't know that. We ain't see it. I know that. <laughs> Kawhi probably be the one to get on, on Curry, though. Like the Warriors about to have all stars again. And As I've said on multiple, what? 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 Have three all stars again and go to the conference final. And I'm gonna have three all stars. Talking about will never be all star again. Eric Pascal. Ooh. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Jermon, I bet you Jermon Jermon. Jermon. an all star though. I bet twenty. Bet. Bet. <laughs> will not be an all star. <laughs> That's a bad thing. Name name the guys who get getting in over. I got you. Uh, forwards, AD, LeBron, uh, Kawhi probably get in. Paul George probably get in. Jokic gets in. Um, Jokic gets in as a big. Gobert gets in. That's those are forwards. The bigs, they, they do. The forwards is in. Oh, Gobert gets in. We might see him cry again. They don't Pat, want. They don't want him cut. I take him. Cattle get over him. Uh, Zion will get in over him. Um, Bi. Bi will get in over him. Okay. Record's gonna do a lot, and the Warriors gonna be a top three seed. So. Record's not gonna do a lot though. The board and center position is loaded in the West. What are you talking about? Well, folks are off the Draymond train, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Drummond yeah. could take knock him out. If he on the right team. You gotta stop with this drumming crap, bro. You got to. <laughs> are you crazy, bro? Do you yeah, know? No, I'm not. You're crazy. Drum is not like 2020. That. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> is there any more basketball news before we shift gears to the National Football League? This 20, 20 off layups. NBA draft. Big so man goofy. <laughs> that's what big man do, goofy. They 20 off layups. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're supposed to come off. Dunks and layups. We have uh, we'll have two debate topics on my lap. We'll start with one. Westbrook and drumming to the Knicks. You heard it here first. Mm. Yeah. We have two NFL debate topics right here on my lap. And it's gonna be real <laughs> juicy and real good. 
who is the best rookie quarterback out of the 2020 NFL draft as of October, November 12, 2020, ahead of week 10 of the NFL? Is it Joe Burrow from LSU? Joseph Burrow. To a tag of Lord from the Miami Dolphins and with Alabama, I'm tripping. Or Justin Herbert from Oregon, who plays for the Los Angeles Chargers. Who wants to take a crack at it first? I will go last for my opinion. He's not the person that's only played two games. Yeah, I was going to say he's probably the last, but he's doing pretty good. But two I, games can't look Two, two, two. two games can't look great. He does look good, but I mean, he's not. Better question. Hold on. Better wait. Yeah, wait. We're going to do this. Yeah, y'all go first. Y'all got it. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I, I like Herbert's deep ball. Um, a lot of those games they're in, they literally lost the game off a drop, a, a, a knockout, a knockout from the DB. They lose every um, game by like one position, ain't it? However, the Chargers were the getting drafted first overall compared to getting drafted later means you're on the worst team. Joseph is on the worst team to be on outside of the Jets. The Jets look worse than anybody, but outside of the Jets, the Bengals is the are the Bengals are the worst team. So I don't expect him to do good, but he is. Herbert, you're playing with Keenan Allen. You're playing with Hunter Henry. You're playing with all these dudes that are actually of decent talent. And last year, the quarterback play was probably what kept them out of the playoffs. So no, I don't think he's. I think he's playing great, but I don't think he's better than Joe Burrow right now. And I think two is playing great in his two games, but I can't put two games above the whole season. He's played all he played every game. Jace, do you agree? That Joseph Burrow is the best right now? Yep. Uh definitely. Got you. Uh, reason being, because of what Cut said, um, he's on the far worse team. Um, he gets hit. Uh, at least five times a game. I think no, actually, I think it was sacked five times a game or something like that, somewhere up there. Um, I say I'll say I'll say he had probably one bad game this season. I forgot who it was against, but he the probably, Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, yeah, that game. Yeah, one, that that was probably his worst game. Other than that, I don't see uh any bad game. Um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Justin. Herbert. Uh, yep. He he's gonna be a dog. He definitely gonna be a dog. Um. But uh, Tua only played two games, so I can't really say too much. So he's probably last right now. I got you, Demond. Who is your? Who, uh, who was the best rookie quarterback out of this class? Couple interesting stats. The first career seven starts as a rookie, NFL all time rank. Justin Herbert is first in passing yards, second all-time in passing TDs. You won't believe behind who. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid, bro. What's wrong with you? Uh, second passer rated, second in passer rated, 104.7. Uh, most TD passes on 20 yards downfield, Jake Lutton, who started for the Jaguars last week, has one on seven attempts. Joe Burrow has one on 37 attempts. Justin Herbert has nine on 35 attempts. Um, Who has a deep ball? Who has the ability to get a deep ball for the for the uh, Bengals when John Ross is not playing? That's not my problem. Justin Herbert's getting it done. Let me keep going. That's, that's, passing, that's why I made that my point. In my, most in my, passing yards under pressure throughout the whole league. One, Josh Allen. Two, Patrick Mahomes. Three, Russell Wilson. Four, Justin Herbert. I mean, I, I, 
The stats don't lie. The stats don't lie. When I got Hunter Henry, Mike Wallace, and Keenan Allen to throw the ball to. Mike Williams, brother. Mike Williams, brother. Bro, I don't get how you could gas that when he got a top 10 receiver in the league. All I can go off of top five what the numbers say, and I don't see Joe Burrow's name up here. I see Justin Herbert. That's all I can that's all I can go well, off, brother. Carolina goes to the Jets, and he has bad numbers compared to the rookie quarterback that get drafted after him. Will this be the argument then, or no? He ain't getting it done. They got to do something to get it done, but Justin Herbert getting it done. I disagree with. Yeah, I disagree with Demond. You gotta, you gotta look at that talent that Herbert has around him compared to the talent Joe Burrow has around him. He throwing uh, the ball to John Ross the third. No, he's not playing. He has to play better. <laughs> and not to mention Joe. AJ Green, who was off injury, and Tyler Boyd. Joe uh Joe Joe Burrow is one of the most shots like Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert gonna throw it out there. He has plus 60 yard touchdowns to Jalen Guyton and guys like that. You don't even know the name of the guy from the world. I mean Joe Burrow has been the most sacked, one of the most, I think top three in sacks. He's top one. Oh, number one. Oh, okay. He's number one in sacks, and he's also the most hit quarterback in the NFL. So he has no old line help. He barely yeah. gets any running help. The only running good run again he had was when Joe Mixon ran wild that one week. I forgot the week. So Joe Burrow's clearly at a disadvantage, clearly on the worst team. And like Cut said, if they had an adequate quarterback play, the Chargers would have potentially made the playoffs last season. Because they, every, every, they have almost every – they have no weakness, really, except for their quarterback position. And with Herbert – if they were able to, if they were able to close games and weren't the Falcons of the AFC, they would be in the thick of things in the AFC. So my Thank best you. quarterback so far is Joe Burrow and two has been balling and Herbert has been balling. You want to say something? And coach. Not the I'm best coach. I'm not saying the Chargers need a coach. Oh. <laughs> hey, don't do my man like that. I don't blame Anthony Lynn for them. They, they lose every they game by one possession. Games consistently being up or being down for three consistent years, but don't blame him. Uh, before we move off this, before we move off this conversation to our next topic. So as you know, in the 2004 draft, it was Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, and Big Ben, and we all know that Big Ben has two uh, two Super Bowl championships. Eli has two Super Bowl championships as well, and two. Super MVPs, while Phil Rivers has a bunch of numbers and uh, playoff losses. For this class, who is in the best position to be successful to win games and win potential championships and playoff games? I'll go first. Uh, it's, it's clearly, in my opinion, to attack of Aloha. We have the best coach out of the three, Brian Flores. He has the better defense out of the four. I think the Dolphins defense is better than the Chargers. When healthy, even when healthy, I take the Dolphins defense over the Chargers defense. Yes, I'm looking at you, Demar, while I'm saying this. So, and I think they will get uh, two more adequate weapons because the Dolphins do have the Texans uh, draft pick. So, potentially they may acquire Jamar Chase to play outside uh, with Devontae Parker and Preston Williams. So, I do have two of being the quarterback best fit to win in the long run for if I added this draft class out of those three quarterbacks. I don't think that the Dolphins have the best defense out of the three. Um. I do think they have the better coach, yes. I think two is in the easier division to make a run at the playoffs every year consistently. Right. So, yes, 
I can see he him having the most success. How because you know in Zoe's case he's in their division with Lamar and Ben and Baker or you know whatever. And cool. Yeah. Okay. And um, the the you know Herbert's in a division where. Boy, you Huh? <laughs> Get your words out. <laughs> I'm saying Herbert in a division where he's the second best quarterback right now. Okay. So he can have success. Uh, nah, uh, uh, uh. You can't say that. Derek Carr and yeah, I take. I, I would take Carr, but it's, it's quite close. I was gonna say yeah, we can't just trade Derek Carr. Yeah, the car, the Raiders are looking yeah, good. Literally on here calling Derek Carr trash when we were talking about Derek Carr. Bro, John. okay, but now I, I no. <laughs> then we looked at the stats and we realized that we were wrong because his stats weren't that bad last season. And that and that was biased because I was they they just beat the Saints first off of that. So that was before that. Yeah, it was before they did. We did that in the off season, but. Oh, might not be here though, Jay. So I gotta go look and look at it. Yeah, either way though, it's two is in the best situation. Yes. Are we just not gonna mention that? I I, I didn't I didn't agree till after I saw the Cardinals game, but two has it. I mean, he has he has that next playmaker. He has the ability to be a superstar. You can see it when you watch him. He's exciting. He gets it done. They're down 24-31. Last play of the third quarter, third and nine. If they don't get that game, that defense will not stop in Kyler. So I don't believe they win that game. They go down and score on that drive. Then they stop Kyler. Then Tua go gets a field goal on a long drive that takes up six minutes. Then they stop. Then Zane Gonzalez missed the field goal, but that defense didn't stop Kyler again. But I'm looking at Tua and a drive like that and your second start after your first start, people criticize you for not doing much. People all throughout the week were saying, oh, through Bama, through uh, – and now we might see it in the NFL. Oh, Tua is always blessed with good situations. And he made his way out of tough situation. You got to – hey, man, I think Tua has it. And you see it quickly in guys when they make big plays at the next level. Don't think the other two don't? Uh, I, I thought Justin Herbert had it. If he would have pulled out that game again – I definitely think Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow are talented – but I think Tua in a position this year, he plays that – the way he played on Sunday, the Dolphins would be in the playoffs. As Bruce said, they have to coach for it. They have to schedule for it. Boy, if you look at the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, they schedule sweet. Um, they got a division for it. Division kick is here. So. I mean, they already lost to the Bills once. And, and I the Patriots. And, and you definitely got to think about the Patriots when it comes to Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. But Tua got it, man. He got it. Do you agree, Jays? Do you think two is in the best situation out of these other three quarterbacks to be successful in the for the long run? Yeah, you know, I say I say two is first because I'm just looking at division wise, like because all three of the quarterbacks are talented. So division wise and defensive wise, Joe probably has the worst. Yes. So I feel like he has the least possible chance of getting to the playoffs every year. Um, Tua probably has the best. Uh, Justin, Justin's gonna have to work for that uh playoff spot every single year as long as Patrick Mahomes is there. So, so forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, forgot. Yeah, so um, yeah. I, I mean, I feel, like, and I feel like Justin. He, I, I disagree with um with Demar. I feel like Justin has that effect. I'm not gonna lie because that that throw that he threw the last the last game who the Raiders when they get played against the Raiders. That wasn't on him. That was a 
great ball. It's just right. that bro just dropped it. So I feel like he he has the same thing that Demond is referring to to Tua. So mm. got you. As we move on to our next topic, uh, who is the better quarterback as of November 12, 2020, Lamar Jackson or Kyler? Kyler Murray. Murray. In this season, Kyler. Kyler Murray. I agree it is Kyler Murray. Let's let's project. Let's look at two, three seasons from now. Who will have the better career, Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson? Kyler in the harder division. I think Kyler has the, more, the better the, – I think the Ravens right now have the better roster, but I think in the long run, the Cardinals have the roster to build more talent. The next year, they'll get Chandler Jones yet back. These games, it's, it's a toss-up right now because there's so many good teams at NFC. It would be interesting to see Kyler go to the playoffs and have that playoff run under his belt um, and Cliffs Kingsbury. But the thing that I think separates these two is the arm talent. And I also think you got to talk about the weapons outside. I mean, you put Christian Kirk on on the the Ravens, and I think he's the number one. <laughs> talk about it. And we're not mentioning DeAndre Hopkins, who's arguably the best wide receiver in the game. I mean, and Lamar said it. The play calling is predictable. I think Kyler's in a better situation right now. You have an offensive coach who's going to do – like, you want to go for it on fourth down – I know we saw that last year out of John Harbaugh, but this year I don't feel that aggressiveness. I don't feel that wild card factor, and I really feel like they're trying to be a little bit more safe with Lamar, not do, not make him do things he's uncomfortable doing. But this is a guy who just won the MVP. This mm-hmm. is a guy who is in the division with the best team in football record-wise, and at some point, if he plans on getting to the Super Bowl, is going to have to see what many believe the best quarterback in football, best arm talent in football. He can't keep running. He got to throw the ball. Right. So either you got to do what you can to to open things up for him offensively, or you got to bring somebody in who's going to force you to, a la uh, offensive coordinator or a la a dangerous outside weapon. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Do you guys agree? Because uh, I've seen a lot of Lamar slander. They're saying Lamar doesn't have any more – some are saying that the league has figured out Lamar and that run-heavy offense, even though they do run the ball more. They, they, they just pack it in the box. They don't believe that Lamar can throw the ball. How can – which like, what's the better word is, how can Lamar evolve into a better passer? Let's take, a, like, a glimpse into, uh, like, what he can do. Because, like DeMond said, running's only, only take you so, uh, so, uh, so far. You need to be able to throw the ball. You still, at the end of the day, play the position of a quarterback. I'll start with uh, whoever wants to take it first between Derek and Jace. Jace could go. I didn't really hear the question. Uh, I feel like – I don't know if it's so much that they've figured out Lamar. I feel like they figured out the um, – what's right? Greg Roman. Yeah, like OC, yep. I feel like they figured him out, yeah, because I just – I mean, I don't think you can figure out Lamar because he's just so much – he's just like, – he's a great talent. You can't. I don't think you figure him out. I feel like he has a lot more, a lot more potential than what people are giving him. So, because he's he's won an MVP in his third, second, third, second year, second year, second year. So, yeah, bro, his sky's the limit for him. So, right now, yeah, they're in a little hump, even though they're six and two, which is not bad at all. They just in not. They're just in the, in the division with the hot uh, Steelers, who are still undefeated. So, 
I mean, OC is the problem, in my opinion. I don't think it's the quarterback. Uh, his, his arm isn't better than Kyler's by by far. It's not. But he can still get the ball in. He can still do what he got to do with the ball. So. Okay, I get the question now. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not Lamar, I don't think. I saw a post. It was like they know what we calling at the. They know exactly what we doing at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> uh, I bust out laughing, but it's like it's almost predictable at this point because y'all so pressed about running the ball, running read option, running this, and I felt for Hollywood. It's just the way he went about it was wrong. But they at their best when they can get him involved or get the ball down the field. So the running, I like the running. Don't get me wrong, but you you're not you're not Derrick Henry. You only can run on on people so long. You know what I'm saying? You're not wearing them down with your running. We and it's like option running. So now it's like we just we playing contain. We ready. We here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And some of those defenses in the AFC are they're made to stop the run. Yeah. When I seen them running a third and six. Third and eight, third and seven. Yeah, it gets ridiculous at at this point for sure. Uh, but as we uh pre, whatever. <laughs> uh, as we preview week ten of the NFL, Jay's talking to me about how the Saints put hands and feet on them Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, week nine. Man, that boy Brady ain't good in the hood, man. I'm just. I definitely got a talent this I'm just saying, man. Hey, he got how many? He got four interceptions this year. Two of no. How many interceptions Brady got? Uh, this season or when he played the Saints? When he this season, I know it's like we got like yeah seven, yeah seven. Yeah, we got like four of them. So I I just I don't think they're a bad team. Nothing like that. They're a great team. But I mean, when they play the Saints, I'm assuming they just can't get it done. Mm, I agree. The Saints have the. uh, the Buccaneers number, even when Jameis was there, the Saints would uh, always make it tough for the uh, the Buccaneers. It just, I think it comes down to coaching, not even like a diss at Brady. I just think when it comes to game planning for this matchup, Sean Payton gets got like got the necessary uh, scouting of what to do to stop the Buccaneers team and also help hey, that. Jameis can't do it against another team, like any other team. Like, I don't like his play call in that game was <laughs> perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, Chef kiss. Mm-hmm. Perfect, but when we go against the 49ers next week, oh yeah, that, that game might be slow and tough. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Because <laughs> he just does it every other week. I I don't know. And it also helps to have Jameis Winston as your on, on your team, telling yep. you the, uh, the strengths and weaknesses of the offense and the defense. Demond, why are you looking like that, bud? Now, now y'all just love Sean Payton. <laughs> Let's see how y'all play against the 49ers. If y'all keep that same momentum going. Oh, wait, know. wait, you picking the Niners? I don't, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but let Marshawn come out this game and Richie James, somebody get 100 yards. <laughs> That's very true, bro. Marshawn only show when you go against my dad. Let this game come down to Will Lutz field goal. Let the 49ers be in the, this game at the last minute. I'm going to be very disappointed. What you mean? Come down to it, Will. It don't matter. It don't matter if we seven and two. Oh, you talking about? Oh, you talking about? We win by three. This should be a dominant game, just yep. like we saw the Packers have a dominant game against this team. Yeah. The Niners had ten. They had ten days to prepare for us, though. They had a Thursday night football game last week, though. 
So they're making excuses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm just presenting the facts to you. Hey, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. If these boys don't come out busting their ass, bro, I'm going to have a problem. As we get to De- uh, DeMond, though, your team was – I don't, I don't want to say embarrassed, but – That was they, crazy. The Bills did come out and, y'all – can you talk to me about that game and what went wrong for your Seattle Seahawks? Don't talk about the score because the score doesn't talk about the whole game. It don't talk about the whole game. Yeah, you just you could turn it on though. No, it wouldn't let me. Oh, I got you. Well, this Seahawks Bills matchup. Um, what one my boy Chris Paul say? He got out of hand pretty quick. <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean, I it's off the kickoff, Andre Roberts returned at 60 yards. Took Josh Allen three plays to go score. Jesus. 7-0. <laughs> Jesus. Tra- now, Trey White. Trey White had his hands full with DK. Uh, DK had a big little first catch. Bills defense held. Got off the field. 14 nothing before you blink. So, the, of course, our defense was the issue. Boom. Russell Wilson. Of course, yeah, Everything's – this is the thing about Russell Wilson. He has to be perfect. And through these games where everybody had him as his MVP candidate, he was perfect. Now there's been a little rocky in the road when we play some more good teams, and these teams is not going to spare us on defense. These te- the, the Bills ran the ball four times. They just did not respect our defense. Oh, my God. So, but I do want to say the Seahawks, I mean, at, 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 a, at a point, it was, uh, it was 20 to 27. Jamal Adams has a big sack. Then um, after that, we have an opportunity to go score, and, and we didn't. And then they got the ball back, and that was it. They kept scoring after that. So I do want to say Josh Allen looked great. That's the Josh Allen that I was hyping up all through the beginning of the year. He uh, passed for 400 yards. I mean, our defense is giving up 300 yards a game uh, like in their sleep. So uh, you look at that, but – the thing that's interesting about the Seahawks defense is we had seven sacks last week. Now, we gave up 40 points, but it's progression, man. There's a lot of football left to be played. You play the Rams this week, and now you turn, you have the, you run the possibility of turning some of those sacks into interceptions, overthrows, and guys are still getting there. Carlos Dunlap played well. Um, so I'm not too concerned. Uh, not every quarterback has the mobility of Josh Allen is going to be able to keep those things going, keep plays alive, and then find somebody. So we'll see what happens, but big, big bounce. Man. Big yeah, bounce. It's a, yeah, it's a big game. Oh, let, me you, <laughs> let me tell you about these next two weeks, boy. Russell Wilson could stamp his MVP campaign. Now, I think Mahomes is leading it. I think uh, it's his to lose right now if they went out, which I can very much see them doing. Uh, they have a very tough schedule, don't get me wrong. Um, you look at their schedule, they got to play the Bucks and the Saints, which are going to be two tough matchups. That Dolphins matchup, I cannot wait. I mean, we have been up Tua, but you, you're talking about Tua, Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs going back to where they just won the Super Bowl. It's going to be an interesting game. Can't, can't, gotta, gotta, you got to mention, Brian Flores was on that uh, Patriots staff 2018 when they held the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Talk about it. And they have Xavier Howard is tied for second in picks right now with four. Byron Jones, they have a lot of interest. Kyle Van Noy, got yep. a lot of interesting players on that defense. They about to engage eight to Huh? They about to engage eight to <laughs> <laughs> He said engage eight 
<laughs> I heard him. Just, uh, but a lot, lot then. I mean, like, there's no game right here that is just a comfortable, comfortable win. The Chiefs are past that point. So all of these games, we saw the Raiders take them down. Now you got to play three out of the four in the NFC South, and we just saw them. They they got by through the skin of their teeth against the Panthers. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's Mahomes to lose right now. But if you could pull back up the Seahawks schedule real quick for me. <laughs> when you look at the Seahawks, big bounce back game for Russell Wilson. Has a great game against the Rams. I think that could put him back on top of Mahomes on on a bye this week. Got to see how Rodgers plays against the Jaguars. I think that's another stat game for him. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> but then next week, you got Russell Wilson again on Thursday Night Football. Back-to-back calls with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on the call now. There's a little boost. Then, then Monday Night Football against the Eagles. Now, after these Rams and Cardinals matchups, the matchups get real sweet. The Giants, the Jets, both at home. Washington football team. These are three stat games. Now, Washington one is going to be a little tough. That might be. That's low-key a trap game. Yeah, it, it will go into Washington. But he, he has the opportunity to close out the season. Now, that, that second Rams game is going to be tough as well. But that, you know, we'll have to see. But Russell Wilson is not out of this thing in the MVP, and I don't think the Seahawks are out of this thing in the one seed. They still control their own destiny. So, we'll see. Got you. Kirk Carter, welcome back. How you doing, man? I've been here. That doesn't even talk to me. That's how you feel? Yeah, I was listening. Are, uh, are the Saints the best team in the NFC before we preview week 10 of the NFL? After last week, yes, but I don't, that don't mean nothing. In the NFC, it could change every week. It, you One yeah. week will make you over here. Yeah, it's tight. Look at it. One, two, three, then four, five, six. And, and the Bears, five and four. As we preview week 10 of the NFL, um, the games I'm looking forward to this week, one is on actually right now, the Colts versus Titans. I have the Colts being winning the AFC South still, and this is a big – if they pull this game out, this will be a, a huge win for them to, to make a playoff, to host a playoff game. Another game I'm looking forward to this week is, of course, the Bills versus Cardinals. Kyler Murray is so fun to watch. Against Josh Allen, that defense, and they could uh, – Trey White versus DeAndre Hopkins. Last time we seen them was AFC wildcard matchup where Trey Wyatt was uh, handling Hopkins, and Hopkins broke off later in the uh, second half. So I'm definitely looking forward to that matchup. And last but not least, I'm low-key um, excited for the Vikings-Bears on Monday night. It's time for, it's time to see uh, if the real Nick Foles, man. No. <laughs> no, it's done. Stop. Wait, what do you mean it's done? It's done. Put Trubisky back in. Nick Foles is done. Yes, I, I, I kind of agree. You have two choices. Put Trubisky in and let him be your starter for the rest of the year. Or take the polls out, run the ball three times, and put him back in and hope he catch fire again. <laughs> One of those, because Nick Foles is not looking good. I agree. And the Vikings are currently the 10th seed in the NFC. A couple wins will get them back on schedule as they play the Bears, then the Cowboys, then the Panthers, which are three winnable games that get put them back in the thick of things of the NFC playoff picture. So I'm looking forward to that game on Monday Night Football. You got it, Jay. You can go or Demond, whoever wants it. Uh, three games I'm looking forward to the most are Chargers Dolphins. Can't wait to see Justin Herbert and Tua square off. I'm very much looking forward to that game. I am looking forward to seeing if the Patriots keep the same approach on the Ravens after that. Uh, Cam impressive performance, albeit against the Jets, but he threw the ball. Hey, 
I said, Cam can't throw the ball, he threw the ball. So we're gonna see who wants to throw the ball less between him and Cam, uh him and Lamar. Um, I'm looking forward to the Bills and Cardinals matchup. Hopefully the Bills did their job on us last week, so they do their jobs on the Cardinals this week. And of course the Seahawks Rams. I mean, Aaron Donald, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Jalen Ramsey, more more key drafts for. My mama said Jalen Ramsey and DK gonna be fighting. What's the over under on that? Uh, stay posted on Every Yards Matters. <laughs> we got a post coming on that. But this is a physical matchup. Uh, the defensive coordinator for the Rams has said he doesn't know if Jalen Ramsey is going to travel because you got to respect Tyler Lockett and you also have to respect the fact that they put Jalen Ramsey all over the field. But I want to see it all game. This is a physical matchup. DK not backing down. He didn't back down last year. He caught a big ball after they he, – he got a 15-yard penalty for pushing him. Jalen Ramsey gets in guys' heads. That's what he does. And then DK comes back and catches the ball on third and 22. I mean, you can't make stuff like that up. It's just an elite matchup between two great players. Got you. Uh, Jace, what are the matches you're looking forward to this week? Um, I'm going to call it here first, okay? Uh-oh. I think Joseph Burrow. Is gonna mm. give me the first <laughs> <laughs> it, may, it might not be that crazy. Uh, no I big Ben. Big Ben might not play due to COVID. I think you're gonna give them their first. Hit. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, then I'll go uh, Bills and Cardinals, of course. Um, then Saints and Niners. But the what uh, Demond was saying with the Seahawks and Rams. I think DK will win this uh, little matchup if if um Ramsey doesn't travel. But I feel like he'll win this little matchup because this is a different DK than last year. So True. Yes. Talk about it, Jace. Is different all, pro, all pro first team DK Metcalf. That boy is going insane. So I, I'm definitely nah, – I, I say that, bro, but honestly, it's going to be a little hard. You got Devontae Adams. Yeah, it's going to be tough. You got, you got DeAndre Hopkins. That's true, but Tyreek Hill has nine touchdowns. Like <laughs> Tyreek Hill has been doing this quietly. This is this, this he receiver's did his first hundred yard game this year, this week Ooh. against the Panthers. Oh, Tyreek, very interesting. But like I said, there's a lot of football to be played. But nine touchdowns is very impressive. This I mean, year for uh, receivers, they're going pretty. Oh, you got D Hop, Stephon Diggs going crazy too. Yep, He's leading the league in catches and receptions. DK reception yards and catches. Yeah, Devontae, all of them. Hey, but D Hop pissed me off last week, man. Yes, sir. Talk to me about that. How uh, you gonna talk about you the best receiver in the league, but don't have a ball in your hand at all? You, I don't even think he got targeted. Xavier, he got targeted. Xavier Howard that's, was fouling him. Six points. He got me <laughs> six points, Demond. Six points. I mean, you did lose to Bruiser, whose season is about to end this week. So <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to beat. I'm about to beat Derek ass. Cut Carter. What is your week ten preview for this week, though? Uh my three what? Yeah, what are your favorite matches for this week or for this uh, week? Um, I'm excited to see Tua play Herbert. Um, I'm also excited to see the um Cardinals Bills, Saints Niners is the rematch, Craig. Um, yeah, boys, three minutes. And then um, I'm interested to see how the uh, Bucks play against the Panthers. Mm, yep. How the, how they gonna respond? And the Panthers coming off of L, they could have had as a W. So, but if McCaffrey don't play, then I don't really care. 
or he's not going to play. So you don't care. Vikings-Bears could be good. That's a big matchup. He's going to play against me, but he'll – okay. For sure. Okay. 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 (laughs) Gotcha. Those are our week 10 matches we are looking forward to this week. And and before we transition to music, I would like to say – Rest in peace and my condolences to the Robinson family, Jamar Robinson, and let me get forward. What'd you say, Jamar? And, and Robinson uh, tragically uh, passed away over this weekend in Puerto Rico. I want to say rest in peace and condolences to their family. I also want to say before we get into new music, uh, rest in peace to King Von, who died, uh, who died and was killed uh, this past weekend as well. After we were just discussing for our uh, top five uh, music, the day later, a day yeah, a day later, we found out about that news. So rest in peace to those condolences to each and every one of their families. Yep. Bless you. Thanks, Chase. All hey, right, let's go. So last week we got an emergency tsunami. I actually like. A good amount of songs on there. My favorite is uh the song with Sa Baby Do You Deed. And I like Don't Eat Friends with Lil Baby. Um I give him the best drop last week for sure. Um I also uh Kodak Black dropped the other day. I'm not a fan of it. Heard it was <laughs> come on, Jace. <laughs> I downloaded two out of eleven. But that, the two might have been I haven't went back and listened yet. Uh Jace, how, how much of a young boy fan are you? Because I can't listen to them songs on YouTube. I can't stay on YouTube for more than five minutes. Sad thing is, it's, it's already on Apple Music. <laughs> <laughs> you downloaded it yourself? Yeah. I'm gonna I, do that. I, just, I listened to a little bit on, on YouTube. It sounded good, but I was like, I'm not. It's YouTube, so. Um, new music coming out tonight. Um, We have Lil Uzi Vert and Future, Pluto... Hidden features or no features, you think? Maybe Pluto. Is that confirmed? Wait, before you go, is that confirmed? Yeah. yeah. Am, am I gonna get my hopes up, or is that really a project? Oh, I think it's supposed to be tonight, right? Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. You think it ain't gonna cap? Who's it posted on his Instagram? Who's the and future posted it? Wait, we're trusting. Ooh, okay, you said future. Okay, but we're but, trusting. Ooh, yeah, you know future. You know future gonna drop if you say you gonna drop. Yeah. yeah. Dropping a project called F Everybody Three Kodak Black Bill Israel. We just talked about that two chains. So help me God. Octavian Alpha, Jay Guapo Lost Files, Lil Tracy Designer Talk 2, Jack Boy Living in History Deluxe, Lil Soldier, Soldier Mentality 2, Lil Nas X is dropping a single called Holiday, DJ Scheme and Corday and uh, Ski Master Slump Guy are dropping a song called Soda, Black Youngster and Lil Dirk dropping a song called Trench B, Out Now, Lil Mosey dropping a song, he's dropping a song called Jumping Out the Face, Rico Nasty dropping a song called Oh For Real, um, Chris King dropping a song featuring Trippie Red, a couple more bars. Um, yeah. Oh, and uh, my seagull dropped a song featuring Don Tolliver called Mystery Lady out now. What's your question, Jace? So this new um collab with uh Future Uzi, right? Right. Who y'all think is gonna outweigh the other? Mm. Future, 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 future having a great 2020. Uzi is too. Not like Uzi. I feel like I don't think any one of them gonna blow each other out the water or nothing like that, but I don't know. Uzi, 
Ain't this his first collab? Nah. Nope. Uzi got a Uzi got a collab album with Gucci. But he said he did say he was treating uh what's I'm gonna call it? Like he said he was treating this year like twenty sixteen. He did drop three albums now. Three three projects. Oh no, I feel like Uzi might might I spent, hate uh who will carry one another? Uh I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they they want them to carry each other. Yeah, I think they'll be they'll both have like their moments. I'm, I think a better question is where do you guys think this uh collab project will rank? We've seen like in recent memory that some collab albums aren't well received, like Huncho Jack, uh Savage Mode with Metro Boom and Big Sean, uh the Future and Juice World one, the Thug and Future one. Like it wasn't well received, like unanimous. I'm like we I'm saying y'all might like it, but like I'm saying like big like scope, like bigger scope. Uh, like, slimy, very super slimy. I was finna name. I like I like all the future collab albums. But I still need to. I never really gave the Juice World and Future album to listen, like a full listen. Mm. I like a couple songs off there, but as my far question, as huh? As I was saying, my question was, where do you guys think this out? This collab album will rank. Will it be like what a time to be alive kind of hype, or like without okay. warning? Like where like what are you guys' expectations for this? Well, project? there was a lot of hype around it when it first was about to drop, and then they waited for a couple months, and I'm still excited, but. Um, when I look at the two songs that Uzi and Future dropped this year, All Bad, All High Off Life, and then What's Up, I think I, this album has the potential to be great. Want Paddock okay. one too? Yeah, but that was, I think, like a single, but the, I don't think it's going well, to be on That's going to be on the... It might be on there, but I guess we'll see. What are they doing? I don't know. Carter, do you agree about Future and Lil Uzi's new project? What are your expectations for it? I think it'll be good. They, they the songs they released, the singles they released weren't bad. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I'll come out and say it, and I'll waste your time. I don't have a top five, so we could do a King Von top five. I was thinking that, so okay. Can everybody do a King Von top five? I can. All right, I'm on. I was working on mine earlier. I ain't gonna lie. I just feel like this this little collab they coming out. It wasn't like like. It wasn't as hype as a lot of collabs, right? I could like it just came up fun and so like we knew they was working together. They like like the mom said it is they had hype, then it just went away like they yeah. stopped marketing it. So all right, bet. We're gonna do our top five King Von songs. Top five, top five, top five. Oh wait, damn, that's the we're gonna do our top five King Von songs in memory of King Von, who top five, top five, top five. who passed away this week, and uh, we'll kick it off with Jace. Jace, take it away. Um, I don't have any honorable mentions or nothing like that. Okay. But uh, welcome to O Block. Like I just, what's it called when it came out? Pilot Caesar, the whole thing. So five was on Demon. Uh, four. Would be uh armed and dangerous, and then three took her to the O, and then two crazy story, and then one the code with Polo G. Demon, my honorable mention. I don't like her verse, Dreezy, but mad at you. That verse is that that song is hard. Uh, is. Welcome to O Block. Number five can't relate. Crazy, took her to the O is number four for me. How I go is number three, but that's my favorite. Like that second verse, 
that's my favorite Vaughn verse. Now what you gonna do? You gonna run your shit? Yeah, he was going crazy. <laughs> uh, crazy story 2.0 with Dirt. Uh, the remix. That's my second. And then crazy story. Uh, crazy story part three is number one for me. I think like that's storytelling. Like I'm sitting there. I was driving back tonight. I mean, I heard it like. <laughs> you stupid. I, I heard it plenty stop. To, uh, but he was like, but I stopped looked, and looked to my right. I said. I was looking, what? Look, 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 stop playing with me now. <laughs> That's my top five. All right, I'll go. I got three honorable mentions. I got Roland featuring uh, YNW Melly off of LeVon James. I got High Go off, off of uh, Armed and Dangerous. I mean, off of um, Welcome to O Block. And my last honorable mention is 3 a.m. off of LeVon James. Number five, Can't Relate off of Welcome to O Block. Number four, Armed and Dangerous off of Welcome to Old Block. He always has great intro songs. I also like something else off of LeVon James. Number three, I got 2 a.m. off of LeVon James. Number two, I have Down Me featuring Lil Dirt. That song went stupid. And number one, I basically combined Crazy Story and the, and the third Crazy Story to which is one Crazy Story. So number one is just Crazy Story. That Matt that's that's I remember uh, back in August, me, uh, Jason, uh, cut just watching videos. Derek told me about them, and I became a fan. I thought I saw the music video. The music video was crazy. It was good, though. Boy, crazy. So, Booze is very similar to his brother. Um, I got three honorable mentions. I got Why He Told GTA off of uh, Welcome to Old Block. And then third, I got Rolling featuring Melly off uh, LeVon James. Number five, I got Can't Relate. Number four, I got Armed and Dangerous. Number three, I got Crazy Story with Le Dirt. Number two, I got two AM, and number one, I got Down with Lil Dirt. Down went stupid. What's, what's uh? It's really underrated. Which is it? What producer tag did Vaughn go crazy on? Cause DJ on the Viso is the bang. I don't know. <laughs> like it's like every song is a dirt feature when you do that. Yeah. We fighting them cases. <laughs> Will a fool? I, what have you? <laughs> <laughs> Is what, there, what, uh, is that a podcast? I think that's a podcast. Wrap it uh, up. Uh, is there any news breaking? Just want to make sure. Make sure you guys go out and early vote for if you're in Georgia for the Senate uh, seats. December 14th is early voting. Um, WandaVision comes out next year in January on Disney Plus. Yes, sir. <laughs> Y'all seen that power trailer, boy? Need it. Boy, that joint. And if you and if you haven't, go get your yourself a PS5. We don't rock with Sony in this household. I mean, we don't rock with Microsoft in this household. We rock with Sony. There you go. Go get that. Can't do nothing for you, brother. Microsoft released their console a little bit smoother than Sony, but they did (laughs) Uh, because it was less wanted (laughs) supply and demand. And this will conclude episode 81 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Pod or Pack Life Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Beside me, we got first arrival. Uh, he wasn't the first arrival. Beside me, we got Slim Reaper, Jace. Hey, R.I.P. Vaughn. R.I.P. to um to Westlake. I don't, I don't remember his name, but uh, Westlake uh, Principal. Robinson, yep. Yeah, his uh, wife. Very tragic. But diagonally, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cutthroat. Y'all stay safe out here. Mm.
Take care, y'all, sir. Last but not least, we got Mr. DeMar. Thank you for having me. Go check out the Every Yards Matters page, Every Yards Matter podcast for coming out with me and Sir Bruce Carter. Wear a mask. Be safe. Love you, people. Rest in peace, Principal Jamar Robinson and his wife, Anne Mary. I want, I think I'm saying it right. Anne Mary Robinson. Um, been saying prayers for their two sons all week. Um, anybody watching this from Fulton County area has been supporting uh, that, that that has rubbed me the right way. And also there's been, uh, I, I did start a GoFundMe. I took my GoFundMe down because the family wanted to do an official one. If I have information on that, you can go check my Instagram at Demon D guys will, and uh, I'll be sharing that around too. Facts, and even the governor, Governor Kemp, gave uh Mr. Robinson a shout out. So just 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 shows like what kind of person Mr. Robinson is. He could he could just just uh help and just aid and be a great leader like wherever he was. And last but not least, I'm your host Bruiser Carter. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for tuning in. Stay safe. Dealing with troubling times. Make sure you're prayed up, ready to go, and we out of here. Oh. 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 Oh.